0: The Mind Your OT Business Podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. Ready to take action? Let's jump in. Hello, OT friends. Today, we are going to talk about getting yourself a logo. This is a favorite topic of entrepreneurs everywhere, even though it is not income producing. It is very fun to produce a logo for your company that expresses who you are as a business. And because we are scrappy entrepreneurs here on the Mind Your OT Business podcast, I'm going to talk about how you can get a logo that you love without paying big money true confessions. You know I'm honest and I'm into true confessions. I paid big money for my logo for my website. And although I love the outcome, I feel in retrospect, I really regret that I spent so much money on it because I don't think that it is necessary at all for me to have paid so much money for my logo and my website. So I want to help you not make the same mistake And get a logo that you love without paying a lot of money. The cool thing about what I did is that I did learn a lot from the graphic designers that I worked with. And so I'm going to pass on some of their insight to you for free. So you don't have to pay thousands of dollars. So the first thing is to write down the feel of your business. So write down the words that express what you want people to think of when they think of your business, the emotions you want them to feel. So for me, because I run an outdoor nature-based pediatric practice, those words might be happy, playful, hopeful, energetic, friendly, words like that. So think about your business. Maybe you're running a consulting practice and you want it to be very professional and high class. So that would be a totally different logo than what was designed for my business, right? Once you have that list of feelings or emotions or adjectives that would describe your business, then you want to think in color theory. So think about the colors. And you can do this very easily by going on Google and searching color theory and I'm sure there will be a million things that pop up about what emotions are communicated by which colors. And so you can take that knowledge and choose colors for your logo. So after you've decided on the emotions or adjectives that describe your business and the colors that you would like to include in the logo, you can think about the problem that you're solving for people and incorporate aspects of that problem into your logo. So in my business, the problem that we're solving is multifaceted. Essentially, children need developmental support, right? So parents are tending to feel a little bit overwhelmed and hopeless when they come to us at times. And they also, children also don't get enough outdoor playtime in today's world. And so the logo that was created for my business is very hopeful and is full of nature elements. There's birds, there's bugs, there's little leaves, there's flowers, there's a sun, there's a butterfly. There's things that are very hopeful and playful in the logo that also illustrate the purpose of the business. Once you decide on the colors that you would like, get the hex codes for those colors. So the hex codes are a six digit code that identifies that color in a digital manner, essentially. I don't know the word for it exactly, but it's a hex code, H-E-X is how you spell it. And when you get the hex codes for those colors, you can do all of this just within Google Docs, even you could create your own logo, or within Canva, C-A-N-V-A, which is an online design program for free that you can use. So within those programs, you can, you can get the hex code for the number for the colors that you would like to use, and then you can use those exact same colors in all your marketing so that your branding is very consistent. So if you are going to create a business card or if you're going to create a website, you have those hex codes which digitally identifies that exact shade and tone of the color that you're using so that all your branding will be very consistent. So make sure you know the hex codes of your branding, And that is something I have it saved like on my desktop because I refer to those colors so much in my business. And I actually, another true confession, used those exact same colors for the Mind Your OT Business website. I eliminated a few colors, but to keep things consistent, so I just had less to manage to remember the hex code colors. So the Mind Your OT Business website is similar colors to the Outdoor Kids OT website because it just kept it simple for me. So there are two types of font that you may use in your logo. And when you choose a font, you need to consider whether you want to use a sans serif font or a serif font. Serifs are the little flourishes or lines on the ends of the letters. So for example, Times New Roman is a serif font. It has little lines. It's hard to explain in in words without showing you a picture. It has little lines on the ends of it. Now, if you use a font that does not have those lines, which is in my business, I have a font that does not have those lines. It's called a sans serif font without the serifs. So you can look up this online too. There's a lot of really great articles, but serif fonts are more easy to read in general. So it's something to take into consideration in your marketing. When you choose a font, you should use the same font in all of your marketing to keep your branding consistent again. I see this all the time when I look at different practice websites where the website itself does not match what the logo is, and the colors don't match, and there's just not consistent branding. So keep that in mind to use those same colors and that same font to keep your branding consistent so that customers recognize you. And finally, once you've done all of this work yourself, there is value in hiring someone to design your logo, because I spoke about this in a previous episode as well, that we are not designers. And so unless you're really good at design and you do have an eye for this kind of thing, it might make sense to just pay a little bit of money to have your logo created. So it might be 100 or $200. That's nothing in, in startup costs for a business to get a logo that you really feel great about. And some of the websites where you can do this are Fiverr, Upwork, and 99designs. And I will put links to all of those in the show notes. Basically, all of those websites are places where you can pay a small fee to hire a freelancer to design your logo for you. And if you've done all of the steps that I've described in this episode, you should have a good start on what you would like for a logo and have some information to share with them about what you're thinking. And then they can take that information that you've given them and come up with concepts for you to approve. And so then you can have a logo that you really love, that you did some of the creative thought behind, but that a designer actually professionally designed for you. And so it looks very well done and you know, not a junkie thrown together logo by someone who doesn't know anything about graphic design. So I hope this was helpful to you all. It's one of the really fun parts of starting a business is deciding how you are going to brand yourself and how you're going to be perceived in the community. So these were just some tips that I had written down from when I had my logo designed and I hope they're helpful to you. And that's it. And I, I want to thank all of you who have Written a review on iTunes, I was completely shocked because I was going on to iTunes to get the link to add somewhere. I can't remember why I had to go on iTunes. And I realized there were five reviews, and I haven't even asked any of you to do reviews. And I just, it made my day, you guys. My heart just welled up with joy because I was so thankful that people had taken time to do that when I hadn't even asked. And I think only one of them was someone I knew. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> but um, it was just so cool. And so I wish there was, I even looked to see if there was a way I could email people to thank you, whoever you were who wrote a review, and there I couldn't find how to contact people who wrote reviews. But thank you to those of you who gave feedback, and please keep it coming. Please come to the mindyourotbusiness.com website, and send me a message and let me know what would be helpful to you on the show. I have scheduled an interview, you guys. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I'm very excited and it should be coming up soon. I'm interviewing her in about two weeks and then I'll publish it that coming week. So in three weeks or so, we're going to have our first interview edition of Mind Your OT Business. And I'm very excited to share it with you because I know I don't have you know, the, the font of wisdom about business ownership to help all of you. And I want to put all of our brains together and really share what everyone else is doing too. So I am thrilled that that will be happening in a few weeks. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, remember small steps make great gains over time. So until next time, mind your OT business.